Hello, everyone. I'm Brian Zerman with Becker's Healthcare. Thank you for tuning into the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. Today, we'll be discussing Banner Health's patient access transformation story. Joining me for this conversation are Becky Peters, Executive Director, Patient Access Services with Banner Health, and Michael Strickland, Vice President of Product with Flywire. Becky and Michael, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Yeah, great to be here. I think this is going to be really fascinating conversation about sort of, you know, creating operational efficiencies and, and driving that consumerism piece in, in the financial experience that, that we're hearing so much about today. And also, you know, really, really focusing on the, the incredible resiliency you needed at Banner to implement pieces of this project. So the level set here, Becky, could, could we start by having you give an overview of your patient access project? Uh, this all began in 2019, correct? Uh, pretty much, yeah. It's I think the planning and the assessment started in 2018, but the official kickoff of the project uh, was in 2019 with multiple projects across the revenue cycle. Matter of fact, I believe we had 35 um, projects going on kind of at the same time across all three areas, front, middle, and back. Patient access um, had several of those in projects that included um, new technology implementations um, for our registration system, um, our payment options, self-service. Uh, we also focused a lot on education development, centralizing services, patient access services across our enterprise, organizational restructuring, and streamlining workflows to highlight a few. Um, we really wanted to redefine what patient access meant at Banner Health. And we listened to our team members about what their barriers were, what our patients were asking for, and what benefit we could bring to the Banner organization. And that really helped us define what revenue cycle modernization would look like within patient access. Thank you for sharing that, Becky. And then staying with you here for a little bit, as you sort of touched on there, uh, and I mentioned before, you know, one of the driving forces for this radical change in Banner's approach was to really bring that consumerism to your patients across their entire financial journey, which of course begins with that, that patient access component. So for those health systems then who want to create a more consumer-focused financial experience for their patients, you know, beginning with that, that patient access part, can you describe or just talk about a bit more how, how you thought about the process and, and sort of your whole approach here? Our goal at Banner Health um, is really to make healthcare easier. So we wanted to make sure that we could provide Sophia, who is sort of the patient face uh, for our revenue cycle team with accurate information about her visit, including cost, as well as flexible payment options that can be done in very simple and user-friendly environments, um, developing self-service, uh, self-serve options, as well as uh, staff-assisted options. We had to really define that the process had to be easier for our staff as well, um, so that they could really focus on being advocates for our patients. Many times we create processes that make it seem easy for the patient to get in, but we we're running around like rats in the background trying to make it all work. So it was very critical to us as we were creating our strategy that it had to work for both our staff and our patients. Part of this was making sure that we could provide accurate registration information through enhanced um, insurance tools, timely price estimates and payment options, including our banner financing programs, payment options up front, um, making sure that a lot of this work was done in the background prior to the patient ever arriving for services. 
Um, we also wanted to provide options that the consumer could shop um, banner and making sure that they could see what our services cost prior to even scheduling their services. So we really took a holistic approach at saying, you know, what's our overarching goal to make healthcare access easier for our patients and make sure that they get the best experience um, each and every time they arrive at Banner. So again, it was really multi-pronged between the tools um, that we were implementing, making sure that our staff um, had the right tools and processes in place that we were enhancing our staff experience. Um, and then overarching when the patient arrived, making sure that they had multiple options in how they were going to financially secure and take care of their uh, patient liabilities. Thank you for, for sharing that, Becky. And Michael, before we turn to you here, Becky, I want to ask is, did having those conversations with staff beforehand and really thinking about uh, sort of maybe the end user experience here, how they were working towards sort of, I don't want to call buy-in necessarily, but um, just the motivation to make this, this change among staff, did, did that really help that process? Oh my goodness, I think it was the key to our success. Um, we spent a lot of time doing observations and round table town halls with our staff to find out what did they like about their current processes, what didn't they like about their future process, their current processes. If we were to make changes, what were some of their top priorities? Um, one of the things for our staff was, you know, tired of multiple sign-ins and, and passwords for the, the many systems that we have to work out of as part of patient access. So they wanted single sign-on access. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we weren't having to go in and out of separate um, tools, that everything was streamlined within our registration system. Um, making sure that it provided payment options for our patients. Um, previously in patient access, you know, we asked for payment in full, maybe a 50% deposit, um, but we're pretty strong um, collectors. And so there weren't a lot of other options out there for our patients. And so our staff felt, you know, very passionate about, you know, what other things can we offer our patients, you know, with these high out-of-pockets. Um, so working with our vendors to say, hey, you, we may not be using one vendor for all of our solutions, but we need them to um, work together, partner together. Um, and so we were able to be successful in getting three of our new technologies to collaborate and integrate within one another so that it was a seamless one-touch process for our staff. And that was able to then provide the staff requests, as well as providing the additional financial options uh, for our patients. Thank you for going a, a little deeper there for me. It's important to establish that staff engagement piece as essential to all of this, yes, right? Absolutely. Uh, Michael, let, let's turn to you now. Uh, and of course, you know, I, I don't think we can have this conversation about the financial experience for patients without thinking about the way the affordability crisis sort of fits in here. So I know Flywire often advocates for what's I, I believe your organization calls placing patients on the right financial path early, which sort of involves then, you know, extending that, that financial technology and solutions all the way to the, the pre-service and point of service components of the journey. So, Michael, my question then is, can, can you give me some, some deeper insights into what placing patients on that right financial path early means and why it's important? And then, and then from your perspective, can you share how, how Flywire really partnered with, with Banner to do this? Yeah, definitely. Really, at its core, the, the affordability suite that Flywire develops and thinks about 
is trying to solve two very well-known right, macro conditions today. The first one is that more and more people have less and less money. I think that you open up a newspaper and you'll see uh, another story about rising inequality and the effects on society, and that manifests in, in a healthcare journey more than ever. Um, the second is that uh, insurance is just covering less and less. And you put those two things together and you have a situation in which patients have bills that they cannot afford to pay. I, th I think last time we checked, it's up to 50% of patients cannot afford to pay an unexpected $400 medical expense. 50%, $400. It's, it's astounding. And if you combine that with, okay, how do you provide a financial experience that's going to work for all, you have to develop a payment toolkit that works for all patients. So classic payment toolkit included payments and then payment plans were layered on. And Flywire is determined not to stop there. So we personalize those payment plans so you are a patient who needs more flexibility or long-term payment plan arrangements, we'll put that in front of the patient or in front of the staff member having the conversation with the patient. We offer long-term integrated financing, discounts, price optimizations, and then eventually other aspects that will just deepen and widen this affordability toolkit so every patient can pay their full capacity uh, with ease and convenience. That's, that's sort of our, our mission in a nutshell. And once you've established this toolkit, it's about how can you take it wherever the patient is, pre-service, point of service, post-service, uh, in that, that dark period of, of uh, US medical system between the service date and when the bill is fully adjudicated. Uh, there's no need to only run this in post-service and where we got to, to collaboratively work with Banner Health and Becky's team is around how can we provide that affordability suite at pre and post service for their patients to get an estimate and then go on to make a payment or set up a plan with ease and convenience. Uh, we were, uh, like Becky said, one of many vendors participating in their grand vision. And it was, uh, I think, extremely motivating to be working with a health system that wanted to provide transparency to their patients because they believed it was the right thing to do. That's what the patients wanted. And then they made it very easy for their staff to go on and recommend the right payment option to the right patient, like you said, to put them on the financial path as early as possible. And then, Michael, do you, do you find that the transparency piece of this, I think sometimes the, the conversation around it can seem like, well, here's, uh, or, or maybe to somebody who's not in the know, it can seem like, you know, their hospitals need to give the right price right away. Is it more about just engaging with patients across the financial journey and just being honest with them and as forthright as possible about, you know, what, what that's going to look like the, through the billing process rather than just being like a stamp, here's a price, go forward. Yeah, I think that in, in, in part, yes, but engagement is, is a very loaded and attractive term these days. And, and when you really unpack engagement, you need to be providing real value to a patient throughout their journey. And engagement is how you get in touch with them, how you actually do that. But what is real value to a patient throughout their journey? It really changes from the moment that they think that they need care to the last cent that they're going to pay for that care. The way that we're engaging with Banner, Banner's patients is, uh, like Becky said, first starts with understanding how much your service is going to cost even before you schedule this. So how can a patient get 
a cost estimation on their own without picking up the phone for something as simple as, a, as an MRI or basic imaging. Then what, once it's scheduled, uh, how can you provide that, that cost estimate to the patient in a way that they're gonna understand? And so they can go on to financially plan, not just their medical debt, but how their medical debt is gonna influence the rest of their finances. And then to provide the option that they need. Um, like we were just talking about what option in that affordability suite or is going to be best for that patient. But uh, uh, even though Flywire isn't necessarily providing clinical value in that pre and post service, that's something that Banner is very keen on providing. So I think it really fits into that, that overall engagement because at the end of the day, like there's going to be a benefit, there's going to be a value to what the patient derives from this medical visit and a cost, and how can you load up both of those categories so they feel taken care of, special, and then ultimately informed and empowered to, to drive their own patient journey as they see fit. Thank you so much, Michael. And I, I want to open up this next question to, to each of you. You know, I, I think it has to be acknowledged that your two organizations sort of completed a large chunk of this work during the height of, of COVID-19, and that's, that's a powerful thing to think about. So I'm wondering if each of you can, can share sort of from your perspectives how your two organizations rallied together to complete this, this complex work during an immensely challenging time. Becky, we can start with you. Sure. Yeah. Wow. COVID, COVID gave us many challenges, um, but they also provided enormous opportunity for innovation. Um, at the time that COVID hit, we had just finished completion of all of our acute care hospital implementations uh, with Flywire and, and our other vendors. And we're just starting our ambulatory side, all of our physician clinics, um, when COVID pretty much changed everything. Um, we knew that these new tools and workflows were essential to Banner's uh, revenue cycle success, especially during COVID. Uh, so our teams worked really close with our vendors like Flywire to move all of our testing, our training, and our implementations to a virtual platform. Um, so over the course of 2020, we successfully completed go-lives in over 300 plus physician clinics across six states, as well as brought in new acquisitions, such as a large orthopedic group that came on um, kind of right in the height of, of COVID. So I'd have to say that, you know, the collaboration between our partners like Flywire with our IT teams, our project team was amazing. Um, everyone pivoted very quickly um, as our, our COVID environment changed. Um, everyone was very focused on what our goal was. Um, it was a plus that we had already gone through um, the, the 30 implementations that we had done on the acute care side. So I felt like the teams were really were really gelled. Um, we had a good process that worked um, well the year before. So it was a matter of everyone just getting on board and saying, we have to make this work virtually. Um, so from training um, and the support just was amazing. Um, the implementations went more smoothly than we ever could have imagined. Um, and we were seeing the financial, the successful financial results because of it. Um, and in the midst of all of that, we were moving all of our pre-services teams to a remote workforce um, and had to do that within about 30 days. So it, it was just a crazy time, but sometimes you don't know what you can 
um, do until you're challenged with it. So very proud of the relationships, uh, not even relationships, partnerships that we had with our vendors, as well as just the entire banner team coming together to say, we know this continues to be the right thing to do. It gives us the structure we need to be successful, both financially and from a patient experience. Um, and it was incredible to, to see the amount of just drive um, that we saw from all of our teams. Yeah, it's it's got to be very gratifying to see you see yourself tested and, and see you rise to the occasion, right? Yes, the the teams were they couldn't believe what we what we were able to accomplish. <laughs> so it's not, it sounds like a very busy time. Uh, Becky, thank you so much. Michael, turning to you now. Uh, same question here. I think it, the the most important thing in that implementation was Banner's commitment to the patient's experience. Like it's so much easier for our implementation and our product teams to wake up every day and feel like we're going to run through walls because a customer is ready to run through walls for their for their for their customers for their patients. And it wasn't like a a project that was loaded with a, a ton of like oh we just need to do this because we're not really sure why why this makes sense. Like if that was the justification or motivation, like I don't think it would have worked. But at the end of the day, like everybody had this really strong intrinsic motivation to put the patient at the center. Uh, I think another thing, I, it's hard for me to expand on what Becky just said, because I think that that teamwork and collaboration also got us across the line. There, there's a member of our team, Joel, who leads our implementation team and was mm -hmm. critical to, to the success of this, of this launch. And I, I remember Joel specifically trying to install thousands of point of service EMV devices securely with Banner's team as they move to a complete remote workforce. Like I, yeah. I don't, even, even from, from where I stand and I, and I usually sit next to Joel in our office. Like, I don't know how he did that. Like, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> it's just, it's so much brute force effort. Um, creativity and then I think again I come back to the commitment everybody's like no, no no we need to do this like this is for the best part of our patient's experience and I think those are the things that brought us across the line yeah it sounds like just mission driven across the board there and some real I, I think the words you use brute force and creativity uh, you, you combine those two it's a, it's a powerful combination Becky Michael it's been a real pleasure speaking with you so far I, I think we can close with final thoughts now. So I'm just going to ask each of you to, to share any advice or, or, or some lessons learned that you'd like to pass on to, to our listeners out there um, who might be in the nascent parts of, of their own patient access transformation journey. Becky, we can start with you. Thank you. Yeah, I really like what Michael said um, about being mission focused. So I think my advice is the most valuable thing we did before we engaged in this journey was to create that focus and that vision and define what that meant um, and what we wanted the outcome to be. And we did that you know, in several ways, but the most critical was partnering with our staff and leaders to understand where we were today, where the gaps were and what the teams needed to be successful from both the technology workflow perspective, but also from a support perspective. The vision we created demanded that we look at these projects in a new way, you know, creating new partnerships with vendor tools so that we could get best-in-class products um, that our patients deserved and our staff needed. 
Um, so I, I think, you know, kind of circling it in one thing was, is what Michael said is really having that mission and vision and sticking to it and making sure that it's communicated strongly down to the teams that are doing the work. Thank you so much, Becky. Michael, you want to close us off here? Yeah, no problem. So what Becky just said, and I guess I would layer on questioning the status quo, specifically with regards to technology. And then Vanner, I thought, did a great job of creating a, a patient persona that was at the center of all of our conversations. So the patient persona went first. Every decision, it seemed like, that we were making as a collective uh, group of technologies would stop with, okay, what is going to happen for, for this patient persona? What is it going to be like for her to walk through the door and see this and ask this question and experience this type? Oh, it's not going to work here, but oh, okay, let's, let's talk about that and make some more. And really just stopping and almost like visualizing what it's like to be that specific patient walking through a Banner Health clinic or door and walking through that technological experience, I think really grounded us in, in this realistic or like uh, basically patient reality. The second is, this probably gets talked about a lot, but questioning the status quo for technology has to be at the core of this transformation because you're going to run into a lot of legacy path-dependent decisions where the people that made those decisions are no longer at the organization and they're quite effortful to change. And if you just let inertia take over and be like, ah, that's too hard. That's just the way that file extract processes work. Or, oh, we can't create an estimate before the point of service date because the encounter isn't created. Okay, we'll just accept that. Like all of that has to be questioned in order to build the best possible patient experience. And I thought that uh, Banner Health did a great job doing that. And I think that those would be my two takeaways as others embark on that journey. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for that. A great place to close. And thank you, Becky, as well. Thanks to both of you for really coming on and and sharing your experience with our listeners today. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thanks it for having a great us. opportunity. Absolutely. I also want to thank our podcast sponsor, Flywire. You can tune in to more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com slash podcast.